Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Ready to go. As always. So, welcome back to A Slice of Bread and Butter, brought to you by Mark and Fiona from affordable food charity, The Bread and Butter Thing. Yeah, our affordable food means that our members can save money on their shopping, feed their families well, and access all kinds of other support too, right in the heart of their communities. And this is the place where we meet and chat with our members and volunteers to hear about how using bread and butter makes a difference to their lives. So this is part three of our short mini-series launched in conjunction with our latest impact report. So we're taking a look at some of the biggest bread and butter thing stories from 2022. A short mini-series. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> and this time we're joined by some of our fantastic volunteers to chat about how volunteering with bread and butter has changed their lives too. Yeah, so I went to our Dalham Hub in Warrington to meet some of the team there and they've all used volunteering as a bridge into paid employment. My name's Rachel Wilson. I work at Dalham Primary School. I do safeguarding, early help and community-based projects. I've worked here for a long time, 27 years. I've worked at Dalham and love it, love the community, love the area, love the people and I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying. I'll have to dig me out, I think. So Caitlin and Vic started it off. They came to me looking at places in Warrington to bring it and they asked, would we do it in Dalham? And I went to look at the other project where it started on the first one. And I thought it was great, well worth it for our community. It's needed. It's a really good investment. We just made it work. So I'm the hub leader. Is that what we call us? Yeah, Hub leader. I coordinate this lot. This, <laughs> this rabble. <laughs> I'm Sarah Holbrook. I work at Dalham as a midday assistant. And I also volunteer at Bread and Butter. Rachel rang me up one day and said, um, hi, Sarah, can you come and help out for one day? <laughs> yeah, I've not looked back. I come every week. <laughs> Been doing that nearly... A year. A year, yeah. Love it. Gets me out. It took me out of my anxiety. I had quite a lot of bad anxiety. And now I give everyone else bad anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the clown of all of them. Keep everyone smiling and laughing. Yeah. And that's my job. I'm Gemma Webb. My children come to the school. I used to work in a nursery, but became a single parent when my fiancé passed away. So I took time out of work. It's quite low in myself, really. And Rachel asked me if I wanted to volunteer. I started and I've been doing it since day one, haven't I? Mm-hmm. Um, you have? Yeah, and then I ended up volunteering there and that got me a midday assistant job here as well. And now I work in the nursery as well. It's giving me the confidence back. Really enjoying it. My name's Gary Williams. I love it. Love the job. Like everybody else started it, bread and butter. And it's just gone on from there. But I love bread and butter because that's my chance to get at everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I like having a laugh yeah. more than anything. If you can laugh and smile and you're happy and that's the main thing in mm. life. I had to bring you the form, didn't I? Yeah. I'm there. And Fill this form in. Applied for the job and then I got the job. Enjoy it, love it. What do you do when you volunteer with Bread and Butter thing? I started off as the boxer, boxing all the cardboard. You did. And now I've been promoted. <laughs> <laughs> promoted myself, I should say. <laughs> uh, just help out where and when they need me, you know. Food one week, bananas and all that the next week. You give it out at the end, though. You're yeah. always yeah, there till the end. Yeah, you're always the there. End. 
I normally do the packaged food and then I normally stand on the door handing it out, telling them where to get it from, if they're new or anything like that. Gary's stood at the side of me passing it, me being good, aren't you, Gary? Yeah. You're Very like a good. double act. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're trouble. <laughs> I'm trouble. <laughs> big D. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, double trouble, that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Gemma? Used to just do the bags, taking the bags out, but now we've moved over. I help out usually on the fruit and veg. Mm-hmm. I love it that well, every volunteer's got like their own, and not just here. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, there are some people who like have to do the chiller van. That's what they do. They've yeah. got like, little bits yeah. that they yeah. prefer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mary and Steve do our chiller van. Yeah, yeah. They do. yeah. yeah. I couldn't do the chiller van. Too good, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah, good to get stuck in. Yeah, yeah. Who are the members here who use, like, is everyone a parent or do they come from a bit no. far and wide? It is mostly parents, but it is mainly like elderly people, young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Single so people. There's a, mix, yeah. a lot of single ones. There's a big well. mix. So if you were describing Dallin to me, what kind of place is that? Well, like a big family, really, because we is, all yeah. know each other. Definitely like it. It's a good community to be in, Dallin. It is lovely. It's a certain type of person, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It is to work here yeah. as well. It's exactly. Either every, you either like it or you don't. Everybody's, yeah. everywhere you go, they've all got roles, but these yeah. are just like likeable ones. Lovely. Yeah. No, yeah, lovable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I good. think everybody's got, you know everybody and everybody's got each other's backs and it is like a family. Are you all members as well? Do you use bread and butter? Yes. Yeah. I don't. I did at the beginning. That's only because I found my kids are just too fussy and I was ending up not using mm-hmm. it all. So yeah. I'd rather give my space to somebody else that needs it. I used to get it quite often, but now I don't. But my sister does. My sister has it quite often, but she loves coming to bread and butter. I do, I use it. So I use it, yeah, definitely. So what kind of feedback do you get? There's quite a lot of elderly people around here. It's easier to come to the school and get it than it is to go all the way to town, get it all, and then ship it all back, where they get a bit of everything in a bag and it lasts them for a couple of days and they're happy with it. And it's not just that they like to come out for chatting and yeah, they get to yeah, the the people. The yeah. social side of it as well. Yeah. Like, talking to people, they're chatting to us at the door. Yeah, there's loads the of them who always, when, I, when they see me, they all smile. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, no, <laughs> no. The feedback I get is the families really enjoy it. It's making them try new food yeah. they've never yeah. tried before. If they've not got fussy children, then like, oh gosh, what do we do with this? So yeah, it's going really well. I'd probably eat it, but my problem is I couldn't cook it. <laughs> ah, so that's coming. Yeah. So we're hoping the community shop up the road is going to do a cooking thing. That's my next thing, Gaz. I'll get you up there cooking. And then there'll be no excuse. No, none. I could say I'm the worst cook going. (laughs) What's the best thing you've had in a bag? Oh, it was around about Christmas time, wasn't it, when we had the leg of lamb Mm. and we had the bacon... And the cheeses and all the other yeah, different pieces. Big, big slab of cheese. I know, yeah. And then we also got big um, gato cake as well, didn't we? Oh, yeah. it was amazing. I didn't share that with anyone. <laughs> You know what was really good over Christmas? We got a gammon joint and that was really good and it was great that everyone got the same and they were all talking about it and saying, oh, put it in my freezer for Christmas. So it was lovely. The fruit goes really well. If there's some fruit extra, I'll bring it through to school and put some, I've got some on windowsill there, put put it out. Yeah, put some extra and leave it for children. They can use it in school if they want to. So tell me a bit about work now. What does midday assistant mean? Oh, love it. 
it got me out of my anxiety. I love kids, love being with them, and I love spending time with them. And they've just took me now from the dinner hall to being with Key Stage One. That's like nursery and year one. And the kids love it because I get to get all my energy out, my ADHD just running running all around with the kids. They love it. <laughs> I'm a TA now. I still do my midday though. So I'll right. do TA in the morning and then I do midday from 12 to 1. My job, I have to put all the apparatus stuff out for them. Football, rugby ball, tennis rackets, plus set the footballers sometimes. Then I might have to do the basketball or the hockey. So it just changes what you've got to do that day. I never thought I would have done out like this, but I really, really am glad I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that anything else that you think people should know about the bread and butter thing? Yes. The more the people know about it, the more better it is because... You do have the single mums who find it hard to go shopping with all the kids. Yeah. When bread and butter's on, it's normally on when the kids are at school. So she can come on her own, she gets to relax and she gets to pick her food up and go home. So I'll then go and get the kids so she's not overthinking. But it's the same with the elderly. They like coming to have a chat, catch up with people. It's good to know the names and have that one-to-one and know that, you know, you want them to be there. If you're coming to bread and butter, that doesn't mean that... You have to be no like skin. skin no skin. No, no one judges anybody, anybody can come. here. Anybody nope. can come here because I think a lot of people do think, "Oh, I can't do that." No, mm. I won't go. Like there people won't go to food banks because it's too proud. Come, mm. anybody. We have all kinds of people here, don't we? Yeah, yeah. anyone that anyone that needs it. Yeah. And if they're worried about it, we can. all they need to do is speak to someone before yeah. and we'd yeah. work sort it. it yeah. We'd sort it because that's no reason to go without nope. yeah. when it's there and it's in on the doorsteps. Yeah. Has it changed the school's relationship with people locally? We work really hard to try and get community. Yeah. Some of our elderly definitely change the relationship because yeah. sometimes all they see is the children going to school and blah, blah, blah yeah. and the noise and all of that. So they're now coming and, and having a chat. That's yeah. nicer. It's like, oh, it's lovely to see you. How's it going? Do you need anything? You know, we may not be able to do it straight there, but we'll find somebody that can. I loved talking so much to these guys. They just kept making me giggle so much because they were like constantly cracking jokes, ribbing each other. So listening back to that, I am, well, I'm just amazed that we managed to keep it together long enough to get an episode. There was such warmth and a real yeah. sort of family vibe between them. They know each Great. other really well, constantly looking out for each other. And they are such a slick operation. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing. They come every week and they make it happen. And clearly get so much out of it these guys are a great example of what volunteering with bread and butter is all about really aren't they so yeah. they've, they've all come together from different backgrounds sometimes from a tricky personal place like struggling with anxiety or dealing with a family crisis but by showing up each week talking to all the members working together as a team they build up skills and self-confidence to make them well step into employment they're like the poster volunteers <laughs> for the bread and butter thing we've got loads of anecdotes or individual incidents of individual members using bread and butter thing as a pathway into employment but rachel you know the hub leader she has taken this to a whole new level mm-hmm. and um it was almost recruited the whole team <laughs> and they're clearly getting loads out of working at the school as well as running the hub each week and that's what we hear you know 90 percent of our volunteers tell us that they make new friends by showing up each week to bread and butter and the Dallin team showcase that perfectly <laughs> pardon 
excuse me. Uh, what? I do the data. Just back <laughs> off. <laughs> stay in your lane, Mark. Okay, um, sorry. You know, that's an amazing outcome for people to have that social connection as well as part of their bread and butter thing experience. Yeah, and that's more important now than ever, isn't it? So, because one of the other big pieces of news that came through the member survey wasn't just how tough people are finding things financially right now, but it's it's just making it really hard to see friends and family regular. So over half of our members have less than 50 quid left each month once they pay the rent and bills. So there is very little money left in the coffers for food, let alone going out and grabbing a cuppa with a mate or affording the bus fare to visit family or grandparents. Things are super tight. So we can see that social isolation is a massive problem as almost two thirds of our members are seeing the people they love less now than they were in the summer. So bread and butter is playing a really important role here too. So as Sarah observes, some of the more elderly or senior, sorry, members of Dalham come to bread and butter because it's easier than getting into town and they can have a chat too. And people make friends while they're waiting to shop too, either in the queue or in their hub social space. Yeah, so our warm hub project over the winter was such a successful part of that that we are now going to transform them into these permanent social spaces. In fact, they're getting a little cheeky rebrand from warm (laughs) hubs to social hubs. That's really an important part of our work in our communities. Yeah, definitely. So there's a real social value, which is much harder to quantify, but it results in less loneliness, less isolation and more community spirit. Yeah, simple things like Rachel explaining that the school itself feels more connected to its surrounding population because people come into the school to collect their shopping and see the kids in their learning environment rather than just seeing them being noisy on the street on the way home. We should also say that we don't just have volunteers at our hubs. We have some brilliant people who come and help out the warehouses, either as individuals or as part of bigger corporate volunteering days. We have people who come and drive for us, buzzing about the place, collecting food from suppliers. We've even got individuals who cheerfully spend their lunch hours at their desks doing all kinds of other bits and bobs of desk-based volunteering. So we do get fantastic support from people. We got the calculators out and added up everyone's donated time in 2022. And overall, we benefited from 100,000 volunteering hours across the operation. It's just such an amazing number. And it's a testament to the dedication as well as the value that you can see in what this delivers for the volunteers' communities. So if you were a bread and butter thing volunteer... Here we go. Which job would you do? (laughs) What would you choose? Don't think I'd choose the chiller van because I'm not very good in the cold. Like my fingers go a bit blue. Yeah, well... uh, I don't think I could cope with that. I'm not not bad in the chiller van. My my dad was a frozen food wholesaler, so I I know what being cold on those vans feels like. But I, I, I... Typically, I always, if I'm in a hub, people normally stick me on sorting out the fruit and the veg. Yeah, yeah, me too. Although you do tend to get a little bit sticky time staying that job. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that says about us, Mark. <laughs> That's the job we put us on. <laughs> so if you'd like to know more about the bread and butter thing and about what we get up to, you can find us at Team TBBT on Instagram and Twitter or LinkedIn or online at breadandbutterthing.org and if you have any thoughts or questions for us just drop us a line on email to podcast at breadandbutterthing.org questions like just what does Fiona do? (laughs) (laughs) that's my secret and I'm sticking to it (laughs) 
Uh, finally, and probably most importantly, we're always open to new members at all of our hubs. So if you or someone you know would benefit from our affordable food scheme, you can find your nearest hub on the join us pages of the website. And do all the things that podcasts would always ask you to do. Do like us, subscribe to us, leave us a review and share us with your friends and family and just say lovely things about us on social. Spread the word. And join us next week when we'll be chatting to Joan, who's one of our members in County Durham, who makes her bags go so much further than most. One week I got 26 onions and six green peppers. So immediately chopped all the onions up and I froze them. I froze the peppers so I can throw them in me bolognese sauce. That's next week on A Slice in Bread and Butter with me and Fiona. See you next week. See you then. Bye.